I'm Tierra Mitta. Welcome to the Discover Her Purpose podcast, where we are challenging women all across the nation to discover healing, empowerment, renewal, and purpose all through Christ Jesus. In this safe space, we will share our testimonies, have genuine conversations, speak our truth unapologetically, and study kingdom principles to build daily habits and focus on defining what it means to be her in today's modern society. Whether you're broken and damaged or healed and prospering, this is a safe space for you. Real women, real challenges, real grace, real God. This season for me is very personal. The Lord has been continuing to prune me and shape me into the woman he has called me to be. And sometimes as we accept our calling and say yes to God's plan for our life, Our obedience is tied to not just one yes, but plenty more thereafter. Because this is a walk with him daily, right? And as we grow and mature in our faith, God will do what he needs to do to show you what's next as he sees the full, complete picture of our lives. I shared with all of you that I was the owner of an online business called Ohemus Market. We were selling everything, all things authentic African accessories and skincare. With the business, I made my first six figures. I helped women and widows in Nigeria. We made great partners and shipped to 38 of the 50 United States. And we hit our first 1 million views with, you know, one of our videos on TikTok. And that was exciting. And that shifted the company to another level of exposure. Um, But when the Lord told me to start my business in 2020, I told my husband that if the Lord ever told me to stop with him as market, I would. Now, child, why did I say that? (laughs) We had just started shipping consistently. Everything was running smoothly, but there was just one thing that was missing. And that was God's hands on my business. Ohemus Market means queen in Chui. It's a Ghanaian language that I grew to love from being introduced to the culture. And my love for all things African accessories, the food, the culture, the music, I took on that and that identity. I took on that identity myself because it is and it was, you know, what I used to love. And when we first started this company, it was my face on the logo. And I just wanted to show everyone that you could be just like this. Like, I just wanted to share with you guys that everything that looked like a queen, I wanted to portray that, you know. Um, But I want to share with you guys that moving without the Lord and without praying and receiving his yes leaves you without his input. And it leaves you without his hand. And so anything you put together on your own without him you are responsible for he is not responsible for what you've created you are a daughter to christ and your life is not your own and so praying and fasting and keeping him included in your decisions makings um, with anything is very very important especially if you are an entrepreneur so we are here it doesn't matter everything that i did with the business, the people I helped, the time, none of this mattered, right? Especially because if it wasn't God's plan to begin with. So I want to share with you guys what the Lord revealed to me 
that it was nothing that I did wrong. It was simply just because this business was confusing the people with my identity. And God wants to show me and bring me to his people with his identity, not my own. He wants full control and he wants um, me to be presented as who he created me to be, right? So when I think of this, I get this picture of Jesus holding a huge bear behind his back. And there is a little girl standing in front of him with a smaller bear. And she's holding on to it with just tears in her eyes. And she's not wanting to release this bear because she doesn't know that the huge bear is her replacement. And all God wants us to do is trust him. Just trust him. Because nothing he does is to harm us or leave us without it is simply for him to show us that what he has for us is much greater, way larger, and extremely beautiful. Having God's hand on anything that I do and anything that I partake in is my heart's desires, you know? I want him to know that he can trust me with my yes, and I can trust him to lead and I follow. And even when it's scary, even if you don't know the full picture of what's ahead, he has my yes. And I'm sharing this with you because there may be a time when the Lord may request you to give up something that is dear to your heart, something that you truly want to see the fruits from, right? You're working, you're day and night. You're working tirelessly trying to get to the top or meet your goals. But I want you to ask yourself for the moment have you prayed have you fasted have you asked for the lord's help is god pleased with what you're doing are you operating this on your own are you wanting god's hands on your business or your service if you are are you willing to be patient enough to wait on the lord would you be still would you listen would you humbly obey I would like to share with you the rich and the kingdom of God. We're coming from Luke chapter chapter 18. You can start at verse 18. It says, a certain ruler asked him, good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Why do you call me good? Jesus answered, no one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. You should not commit adultery. You should not murder. You should not steal. You should not give false testimony. Honor your father and your mother. All these I have kept since I was a boy, he said. When Jesus heard this, he said to him, You lack one thing. Sell everything you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come and follow me. When he heard this, he became very sad because he was very wealthy. Jesus looked at him and said, How hard is it for the rich to enter the kingdom of God? Indeed, it is easy for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. Those who heard this, who <laughs> those who heard this asked, who then can be saved? And Jesus replied, what is impossible with man is possible with God. Peter said to him, we have left all we had to follow you. Truly I tell you, Jesus said to them, no one who has left home or wife or brothers or sisters or parents 
or children for the sake of the kingdom of God will fail to receive many times as much in this age and in the age to come eternal life. I'd like to share with you Colossians where it talks about the identity in Christ. It says a member of his family, believers are secured by the supernatural glue of the Trinity. So to be separated from Christ would require prying open the hand of the father and being snatched from the son after breaking the seal of the Holy Spirit. Jesus become one of us. Jesus became one of us so that we could be one of his. In securing our salvation, God did more than forgive us. He made us members of his family. Just as a newborn baby girl arrives with a genetic code that is permanently hers, each spiritually born again person receives a spiritual genetic code. You can look that up in 2 Corinthians 5, 17 through 18. And it says, in accepting Christ and bonding ourselves to him through faith, each one of us becomes a new creation with forgiveness for sins in the past, guidance and nurture for the present, and security and hope in the future. We have access to all that Jesus is. We, as heirs, co-heirs, potentially have all that he has. You can look that up in Romans 8 and 17. It says, God hears us because he hears Christ and loves us the way he loves Christ. In a nutshell, identity in Christ means every child of God can point to Jesus and before the Father's throne testify that I am with him. I'm sharing all this to let you guys know that did I cry? Yes. <laughs> did I have second thoughts? Like, God, are you sure? Like, yes, you have no idea what I experienced with this because this was not just a okay, let's run with it and go, you know, like it wasn't easy. It was definitely something we had to pray for. We had to make sure this is what God wanted. Um, but choosing this, his identity over my identity of what I thought was my identity. It's way better. It's way better. It's I choose you. Like I choose Christ. I choose his identity because in his identity, I am chosen by God. I am adopted by God. I am a child of God and his family. I am forgiven for all of my sins. I am reconciled to God in harmony with him. I am seen by God as holy, blameless, above reproach. I am sealed with God's Holy Spirit. Man, I am called to accomplish God's purpose. I am full. I'm a full citizen among God's people. I am justified, declared right in God's sight. I am sanctified, set apart by God's spirit. I am redeemed, bought with God, Christ's blood. I am cleansed by Christ's blood for all of my sins. I am an heir of God and a joint heir with Christ. I am complete in Christ. I am an ambassador for Christ. I am being conformed to the character of Christ. And so, Lord, we thank you for giving me worth and letting me see that I have purpose. Ladies, this is you. This is your identity in Christ. This is this not just my identity. This is your identity as well. And this is what we have to look forward to. This is what we have to, this is our promise. This is our identity. And so I'm excited for what is to come because I know that this greater is ahead and I'm in expectation of what's to come. 
And I hope and pray that you are in right standing with Christ and that you are too. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If this episode touched you in any way, please do your part as a sister and a daughter in Christ to give this a five-star podcast rating and spread the word. Share this with a sister, cousin, best friend, or mentor that you'd love to see discover her purpose. And join our community on all of our social media handles listed below at Discover Her Purpose, where you can surround yourself with like-minded Christian women. And check out our website at www.discoverherpurpose.com for more tools and resources. And remember, your true identity is found in the only one who created you.